Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, it's the NBA free agency period, so a lot going on there, a lot of signings, three major trades, and some disturbing news coming out of Charlotte. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so I gave you everything that happened pre-free uh, uh, agency period. So um, all the trades, all the declines, all the opt-ins and so forth. And just to restate, the salary cap now is at $123.6 million. So it went up over $8 million. Um, from the salary cap of last season so uh so let's get into it um like i said let me just report this because this happened just prior to free agency starting uh the charlotte hornets forward a restricted free agent actually miles bridges arrested on domestic violence charges uh by the lapd um, he's charged with assault on his wife. Um, and from the report I read and the pictures I saw, she posted pictures on Instagram. I read the report. Uh, and this is as a result of the violence against his wife, physical abuse, strangulation, brain concussion, Fracture of nasal bone, rib contusion, multiple bruises, and strain of neck muscles. So, and again, he was in line for the rookie max deal. Uh, So, with this incident coming down the pike, doesn't look good for Bridges right now. Um, Looks bad, guys. It looks bad if you're a... Charlotte Hornets fan uh, doesn't look good in that regard. Uh, totally out of line. Totally out of line uh, for him to do such a thing to his wife, mind you, in front of his children. From what I understand, um, just despicable. Um, so, uh, needless to say, I don't think we'll be hearing much in regard to his contract status anytime soon so so with that said let's talk about the things that led up a few other things before free agency started uh the san antonio spurs release danilo gallinari as i imagined so uh so he will end up signing a mid-level exception uh either with boston uh miami or chicago uh, that hasn't been determined as of yet. Uh, also, uh, bad news for the Grizzlies. Surgery needed for Jared Jackson Jr. for a stress fracture, stress fracture in his foot, and he's to miss four to six months. So, severe blow to the Memphis Grizzlies there. So, needless to say, 
they have to figure some things out in that regard. Uh, for the moment, the guy has to be Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark is their forward that comes off the bench. Uh, a firepower guy. A guy who can come in and spell uh, JJJ at times. But he's going to have to be the guy until he's ready. Because at this timetable, you're talking, let's say, at worst, six months. So we are now in July. Uh, you probably won't see uh, JJJ until January. So, uh, so Brandon Clark's going to have to fill in. Unless... Memphis were to bring in some someone with um, during free agent the free agent period uh, we'll see what happens there so few things for Taylor Jenkins the coach over there to figure out in that regard so Taylor Jenkins who did a fine job with the Grizzlies last year by the way so those are the items that happened just before free agency got underway so so with that said, let's talk about free agency, shall we? The Washington Wizards, they do themselves a tremendous favor. You bring back Bradley Beal, you max him out five years, $251 million. Uh, so you got your franchise player, so to speak. Well, franchise player and Bradley Beal. Uh, locked in for the next five years at 50 plus million per year. So, um, you know, that's what the Wizards had to do. You want to keep your guy. You want to send that kind of message there. Uh, also, along with the Beal signing, uh, you picked up DeLon Wright uh, on a two-year $16 million deal. He's a backup point guard. Um but he'll probably compete for the starting point guard job over there. I think it ends up going to Monty Morris, who we've seen hold down that job over there with Denver. And then Anthony Gill, you get uh, for two years at uh, number two be announced. So Washington, I tell you what, you still got Porzingis over there. You got a Bradley Beal now. You... Um, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Roy Hachimura, you got him there. Your center situation is somewhat um, solidified with uh, Danielle Galford and as well as Thomas Bryant, who should be in better shape uh, coming out of uh, training camp and into the season. He should be in a uh, bit better shape because, remember, he – Came back from the knee injury about mid-season or so. So, um, Washington, I tell you what. Like I mentioned previously, uh, they could have a competitive team there. A team that could vie for the play-in, that's for sure. Maybe sneak into the bottom half of the, um, the Eastern playoff pitcher. So, in that Again, that, that helps my Knicks. So uh, we'll see what happens there if, if they're really competitive this year. So so that's the Washington story. For Portland, Portland, right out the gate, they signed their young Mercurial 
uh, guard over there, uh, Anthony Simmons, who came in, filled in for Dame when Dame had the abdominal injury. He came and filled in and did an admirable job. Very good job, actually. Uh, they re-signed him four years, $100 million. So what Portland seems to be doing now is creating a Dame, C.J. McCollum 2.0. So you now can start Dame with, Sim with a Simmons here and kind of create that same sort of dichotomy you had previously there so um that looks good for them a signing i really loved was getting gary payton the second on a three-year 28 million dollar deal i love that deal um gary payton the second who's gone through it who's bounced around a little bit trying to find his way uh finally latches on with a golden state team was a vital part of what they did last year. Tough kid. You saw him go down with the elbow injury early in that Memphis series. Then come back and play in the finals. Um, of course, the son of the great Gary Payton, the glove. So um, I was happy to see him get a deal like this. Get some security there. Make his way. And he will be definitely one of those... Uh, one of the first guards coming off the bench to spell for either Dame or Simmons. And if something were to happen to either guy, he's the guy who can come in and sort of fill in for the time being. So I love that signing. Uh, also, too, Joseph Nurkic, he, he re-signs there four, mil, four years, $70 million. Uh, uh, important signing, a great signing. The problem with Nurkic, health. It's always health with him. But um, he's a guy when he's in there, he's a difference maker in the middle. So um, you kind of had to do this deal, kind of gun to your head sort of thing. But uh, you got him back in the fold. Also, you're bringing back a Drew Eubanks, a guy who ended up, he got dealt to them in the, in the, uh, round trade deadline he came in he actually filled in for Nurkic when he went down um you know he did okay he did fine so um this is a good signing for them uh it's a one year turns to be announced later but um he's a guy who can spell for Nurkic that's for sure and then uh you also uh yeah so those are the signings there for Portland so Hey, listen, Portland's trying to do all they can to support Dame Lillard and trying, you know, get him that elusive chip over there in Portland. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, if Dame can stay upright, uh, uh, Portland can be that fly in the ointment. Um, this is going to really test Chauncey Billups to see what he can get out of this squad here so in his second season as a coach all right and then we move on to milwaukee milwaukee re-signs fan favorite bobby portis four years 49 million dollars bobby portis who really held down the fort while brooke lopez was down for a lot of the season to be honest and bobby portis came in and I mean, he did a yeoman's job 
filling in for Lopez and he he earned this contract extension here. Four years at $49 million. I'm happy for him. I loved him when he was Nick here. Didn't work out. Um, just the numbers game just didn't work. Um, but he's found a home in Portland. And he's been a vital part of what they do. Especially during their championship run. And even more so last year. So, And then you bring in a guy. Joe Ingles. You give him a one year deal turns to be disclosed but uh joe ingles he's a guy former utah jazz he got dealt to um also during the trade deadline he ended up tearing up his knee so we'll see how his health status is but he's a guy when healthy kind kind of a swiss army knife sort of he could play either guard position he he can play the small forward as well Terrific passer, um, really good shooter. Um, so he's a guy I see fitting into that into that Milwaukee Bucks culture over there. Um, the coach over there, Coach Bud, will fi find a way to utilize him when he's healthy, and he'll be a help to that team. To bring him back, also Wesley Matthews on a one year to be disclosed, also. Uh, Wesley Matthews, veteran, been along, around a long time. He's one of those guys you love to have on your bench just because of his, because of his knowledge of the game and so forth. And he can um, he can still play as well. So, And then a young guy, Javon Carter, two years, turns to be disclosed on him as well. So he's one of those guys coming off your bench also. So. I don't think Milwaukee's done by any stretch. I hear the rumblings of possibly a Derrick Rose maybe going over there, um, which I would think would be a brilliant move for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and, you know, because the Knicks are now, they're still in rebuild mode trying to figure some things out. They've done some things on their end, so... Uh, I think it would be incumbent to try to get Derrick Rose a ring. Um, that'll be a magnificent opportunity over there with Milwaukee. So, uh, so we'll see what Milwaukee does in that regard. You know, because they do need insurance in case they lose a Drew Holiday. Um, you need somebody to fill in there, and man, if you can get a Derrick Rose there, whew, man. So, so that's the deal there. The Philadelphia 76ers, they get uh, Daniel House Jr. He's a bit of a swing man there. Um, two years, $8.5 million for him. Uh, you, you get a uh, Trevor Lynn Queen, turns to be announced on him. And what I think is a heist here, um, P.J. Tucker, you stole away from Miami. Three years at thirty-three point two million, so I think this is a major, major pickup for them. Um, kind of replacing a Danny Green type, but he's a he's a bulldog. Tucker is. Um, he's you put him in right away. You start him along with, of course, Embiid 
and Tobias Harris. So, uh, yeah, so you, you got yourself a nice uh, front line there with those two guys. So, so uh, Philadelphia going for it. Still haven't heard word about Harden yet. Again, I think that's a fait accompli. Uh, you pretty much got to work out the numbers and so forth. So, I think that uh, you'll hear an announcement on him shortly. The Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies re-signed Titus Jones. Two years, $30 million. Uh, that's the smart play here. He's a guy, if something were to happen with John Moran, he comes in, fills in seamlessly. You gave him two years, $30 million. Uh, for a backup point guard, may seem kind of high, but in this instance, um, it, it's worth it because he's a guy where, again, if Morant were to be lost for any significant amount of time, he can man the fort until he arrives back. And speaking of John Morant, he was given a four-year, $226 million deal. Uh, he was given the rookie max, so... Um, so after this season, his rookie max will kick in. So uh, John Moran, very much earning that money as he is the linchpin in for the Memphis Grizzlies here. Uh, Taylor Jenkins knows that this is a guy that that he can hang his hat on, he can rely upon, who can really galvanize this team. So. John Moran, rightfully so, getting the money he richly deserves. So, with that said, we move on to the Clippers, L.A. Clippers. Again, you have John Wall in the fold now. Uh, Nicholas Batum, who opted out of his uh, deal, is has actually re-signed for two years. Turns to be disclosed, but I imagine it's more than the four points, the three point. Three he was getting, I believe. That's what he was getting. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the 3.3 million. It'll, I think it'll be more than that. So, Nicholas Batum, he's one of those guys, a utility guy. Can come in, fill in. You don't lose anything with him playing out there. He knows what... He knows the Clippers system, so... He's a guy you, you need in the fold. And then Amir Coffey, a shooting guard you got. Uh, you gave him three years, $11 million. You know, low risk, high reward sort of deal. So um, he'll fit in, uh, in that scenario there as well. Now moving to the team that also plays in head arena, the L.A. Lakers. Uh, right now, they signed Damian Jones. Uh, he's a CAA guy. Two years. Uh, turns to be disclosed, but he will get a player option on his second year. So, uh, we'll find out how much money there. Uh, Lonnie Walker, the fourth. One year, $6.5 So, you give him the mid-level exemption. He comes from the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio made an offer to him, pulled it off the table, so the Lakers swooped in and scooped up this guy. A young player, uh, shooting guard type, can play small forward as well. 
He's a guy who can light it up given the opportunity. So we'll see what happens there. Then you uh, steal a, a Juan Toscano Anderson. He was playing with the Golden State Warriors. He won a championship over there. So you kind of steal him away from the Warriors. A one-year deal turned to be disclosed. So you bring him into the mix. You know what that is, guys. You just bring in a guy who knows the Warrior system. So you just bring him over. That sort of thing. And then T Troy Brown Jr., you gave a one-year deal, turns to be disclosed. Uh, but it seems like it'll be the veteran's minimum for Troy Brown, the, the junior. And then, of course, you know, they're still trying to work out the kinks for a Kyrie sort of deal. I'll disclose that later if it, it transpires. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, then Toronto, they signed their uh, big Chris Boucher, um, three years, $35.25 million. So you get a guy who he could fill in if something were to happen with a Pascal Siakam or your center over there, so forth. He's one of those guys who can come and fill the void and plus gives you uh, maximum production off the bench as well. So, uh, Toronto re-upping a guy uh, who's been valuable for them. And then, OKC, they actually signed somebody. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, this is their own guy. Uh, Lou Gents Dort, or Lou Dort. Uh, five years, $87.5 So, you make an investment in a young guy who's shown you on uh, spurts of growth growth over there uh he shows you flashes of what he can do so uh he's a guy he's a foundational piece along with shy gilkius alexander uh josh giddy uh of course chet holmgren now that you got in the mix and all those guys there so uh so this is a smart signing by OKC, uh, Sam Presti still, you know, uh, <laughs> working his magic over there, so to speak. So, uh, then you come to the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings, uh, they get Malik Monk, who was playing in LA on a two year, $19 million deal. Solid deal here. Malik Monk played very well for the Lakers. I thought he'd be a guy that they resigned, but I think the way he played, he priced himself out. So he's getting nearly uh, $10 million a year over here for Sacramento. Sacramento, they they need help over there, that's for sure. So uh, he's a guy who comes in there, and now he plays with a Mike Brown, a Mike Brown who kind of knows what he can do. So um, I think he'll be a nice piece for the Kings. So... Then you have the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks, who already added Christian Wood via trade, brings in a JaVale McGee, three years, $20.1 million. So now you have two quality bigs now in McGee and Wood. So Dallas, I think, has significantly upgraded uh, thus far. Um, this is a team who uh, went to the Western Conference Finals, 
against a Golden State. Um, um, pretty much, uh, you know, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. Uh, but I think the lack of size really, really hurt them in that series, I think. And then you bring in a Theo Pinson on a one-year turns to be disclosed. He's a guy you keep on your bench. He's a rah-rah guy. Um, he, 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 cause I've seen, seen his work here in New York. He was with the Knicks on their bench. He's one of those guys you like to keep on the bench. He, he keeps guys positive. He keeps guys, um, you know, raring to go. So doesn't give you too much playing time, but he's a guy you like to keep on the bench nonetheless. Detroit, the Detroit Pistons, they re-signed Marvin Bagley III to a three-year, $37 million deal. Uh, Marvin Bagley, who has uh, woefully unperformed as a number two pick, uh, but he kind of finds a home here for Detroit. Um, he just has he has room for growth here with Detroit, that's for sure. You got a lot, a lot of young guys, a lot of young pieces there, so um, he'll get a chance to shine over here, that's for sure. So uh, you already have the franchise player, Kay Cunningham. You you bring in a Jaden Ivey, so your backcourt is set there. Uh, so you definitely can use some production up front, that's for sure, especially with Jeremy Grant going out the door. So Marvin Bagley the third, uh, staying with the Pistons. And they also pick up a uh, Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox, two years, six million. Talk about a guy who's underperformed. Oh my gosh. Uh, former Nick, he got dealt to Atlanta, bringing back a Cam Reddish. So uh, he got a shot in Atlanta. Not much of a shot there. So um, he'll get opportunity with the Pistons here to see what he can do. Very offensive-minded. His defense is suspect. But, hey, he'll get an opportunity here. He's, the kid is still talented, still young. So, um, yeah, so he'll get a shot over here with Detroit, and we'll see how it goes there. The Houston Rockets, who's also in rebuild mode, of course, uh, they do resign one of their young guys, Jay Sean Tate, a forward there for them. Uh, three years, $22.1 million. So not a, uh, bank breaker. That's for sure. Uh, but the guy has your upside. He has plenty of upside. So, uh, he fits in with what they do there. So the Houston Rockets hanging on to Jay Sean Tate and Miami, Miami right now, they're kind of playing things low. Uh, they do bring back a, uh, Victor Oladipo on a one-year, another one-year deal, $11 million. So um, he showed you flashes of the old, old Oladipo in the playoffs. So, again, I think with some more conditioning in the offseason, a training camp under his belt, uh, I think he stands to give you more with Miami. I'll talk a little bit Miami when I talk about the Nets because they'll – that kind of plays a significant role in the drama that's going on over there. So, with the Denver Nuggets, uh, they do the smart and prudent thing. They give Nikolai Jokic the supermax 
Five years, $264 million. The fifth year is a player option. And guys, this is the richest contract given to an NBA player. $264 million. So, uh, to say it's much deserved will be an understatement. Two-time MVP of the league. Uh, you know his work. You know what he can do out of the center position. Uh, he gives you a triple-double. Uh, nearly averages one. That's, that's how well he plays. Uh, Nikolai Jokic. Does not, will not hit the open market, guys. So forget about it. He's there to stay in Denver. So uh, we'll see what happens during the season for Denver. If they get uh, Jamal Murray back healthy, uh, Michael Porter Jr. So uh, Denver trying to keep things moving forward. And they were able to actually steal Bruce Brown from the Nets. Two years, $13 million. Bruce Brown, I think he's a sneaky pickup here. I think he's a guy who can definitely help this Denver Nugget team with the things that he can do. He's a 3 and D guy. He's kind of a Swiss, Swiss Army type guy who can give you a lot. So, uh, especially with you losing a... Will Barton there. You did bring back Catavius Caldwell Pope, but I think uh, Bruce Brown will be a significant uh, rotation player for the Denver Nuggets. The Orlando Magic, they re-signed Gary Harris. I talked about him uh, the previous uh, episode. Gary Harris, a 3 and D guy they bring back at two years, $26 million. Uh, he's the shooting guard there. Nothing flashy, nothing to do handstands about, but he's a professional shooting guard. Uh, can D up his man, can hit, launch it from deep. So Gary Harris staying with the Orlando Magic. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, I'll talk about them more when I talk about the deal they made, but they do uh, steal Kyle Anderson from the Memphis Grizzlies. He comes to Minnesota two years, $18 million. And then Carl Anthony Town gets the Supermax four years at $224 million. So Carl Anthony Towns, uh, the franchise player, getting his Supermax. The Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls, uh, they were able to sign... Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond, who was with the Nets, uh, he goes to Chicago now on a two-year, $6.6 million deal. He'll be a guy coming off the bench, filling in for Vucevic, Nikolai Vucevic. So, uh, Andre Drummond, he had a uneven time over there in Brooklyn. I thought he was more valuable with the Sixers. But uh, somehow it didn't work out quite well in Brooklyn, even in the playoff series against the uh, Boston Celtics. Uh, he didn't see a lot of significant time in that series, guys. So kind of leaves me worried there. But Chicago gets him at a cheap price, so uh, we'll see what he can do there. 
And then, of course, Zach Levine, he re-signs with the Chicago Bulls, five years of $215 million. So Zach Levine's there to stay, along with the likes of DeMar DeRozan, uh, Lonzo Ball, and those guys there. So uh, Zach Levine staying in Chicago. The Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Suns, I'll talk about them a little bit more as well when I talk about the Nets because they play a key role too. But Devin Booker, he signs his Supermax four years, $224 million. So he's in Phoenix for the foreseeable future. And then Damian Lee, uh, also coming from the Golden State Warriors. So <laughs> seem like these competing teams guys are snatching up Warriors uh, and putting them on their roster. One year turns to be announced. So Damian Lee, a guard who definitely can be a help. He's a vet, so um, definitely can help there. And it doesn't hurt having a guy there who knows the Warriors system. So The Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, surprisingly, actually, Ricky Rubio going back to the Cleveland Cavaliers. He tore up his knee early in the uh, 2021-22 season, but he was playing very well. I mean, he was doing some things that guys uh, <laughs> I hadn't seen him do in his career, but he played well over there for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they did the wise thing in bringing him back. Um, hopefully his knee will be fine. He'll be okay. He's up there in years, guys, but they give him a three-year, $18 million deal. You'll take that in a heartbeat, especially for a backup point guard like a Rubio. So, um, an absolute steal at this price if he's if that knee is right. Uh, Robin Lopez, he seems to be bouncing around now. Uh, he was with the Orlando Magic. Now he turns up here with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, one year turns to be announced, and then they resign their uh, point guard, Darius Garland. Five years, $231 million. As we saw last year, he had a coming out season, all-star game, uh, just a solid, solid point guard uh, right now, getting his just desserts, uh, getting the well-deserved rookie max. So Cleveland moving in the right direction here as they go forward. And speaking of the Golden State Warriors, they were able to re-sign Kevon Looney. Three years, $25.5 million. That's an absolute steal at that price for what Kevon Looney does. Uh, there is the specter of James Wiseman coming back healthy. So maybe that's why you got Looney at this cheap price. But um, Kevon Looney staying. And then uh, Nemanja... Jellica for he's going to Bichelica, he's going to Turkey actually. So uh you lose a valuable player like this, he goes overseas to Turkey, so you're gonna lose out on him. But they were able to sign uh Dante uh DiVincenzo, uh who was previously with the Kings, but before that the Milwaukee Bucks, two years. 9.3 million dollars so 
I think DiVincenzo, I think he's a guy who fits with what the Warriors do. He'll kind of ease the blow of losing a Gary Payton the second, a Damian Lee. Uh, he's a guy I think can launch it from long distance, so he fits in with what what they do over there. So uh, DiVincenzo joining the Gold State Warriors. The Indiana Pacers signing Jalen Smith, uh, re-signing him rather. He's a talented big to, to two years, $9.6 million. So he's a guy who can, he can play. He can play guys. So um, he'll fit in with what they do over there. Uh, Indiana kind of a figuring out what they're going to do going forward. And the last bit of signing that I has have as of now, Zion Williamson staying with the New Orleans Pelicans five years. The deal can range from 193 million to 231 million. Of course, there's some incentives in there, of course, including him making an All NBA, a MVP, or Defensive Player of the Year within next year or so. Uh, if he can do any of those sort of things, then the the uh, contract goes up. So. Zion Williamson getting this money, but he can get even more money with how he plays. So uh, Pelicans rolling the dice here, um, re-signing their guy. Uh, so hopefully that will come to fruition for them. So, so guys, that's all of the signings there. Let's talk three trades right quick. Uh, the Boston Celtics. Uh, dealing for Malcolm Brogdon of the Indiana Pacers. In return, they send Nick Stauskas, a uh, bench player there, uh, Malik Fitz, Jawan Morgan, Daniel Thice. Jan Daniel Thice just seems to always be on the move, especially Boston always seemed to trade this guy somewhere. And then Aaron Nesmith, who a couple of years ago... Um, was their draft pick uh, outstanding shooter hasn't really got the opportunity in, in with Boston he goes to a situation in Indiana where he hey look he he can get a shot there so um I understand they got a Chris Duarte there of course they got Therese Hollyburton there so he's a guy who can get an opportunity here guys and also they get uh Boston's 2023 first round pick as well in this deal so so boston um they're under the impression they're getting their point guard of the future but malcolm brockton really stands to be a combo guard so um i just wonder how that's gonna work uh i i would think they're still gonna start mark uh marcus smart you're just gonna have uh Malcolm, Malcolm uh, Brockton be the third guard, I guess, uh, behind Smart and Jalen Brown. So, um, high price to pay for a third guard, but um, they seem to be willing to be good with that. They still have a Derek White in the fold as well. So, is this a significant upgrade? It is if he's healthy. That's the whole problem. His health. 
He's been he's mixed significant time during his time with the Pacers. So does he all of a sudden get healthy all of a sudden and give you what sixty games? Maybe he does. But um we'll see what happens here. So Boston rolling the dice here and getting a talented guard, but off injured guard, so we'll see. Uh, gave up quite a bit to get him, too. So, and then you have uh, the Sacramento Kings acquiring Kevin Herter of the Atlanta Hawks. They get Herter, and uh, in the trade, Atlanta gets back Justin Holiday, a much traveled uh, guard, uh, Mo Harkless, who seemed to have gone any and everywhere, and then they're getting a 2024 first round pick which is top 14 protected. So Kevin Herter is a guy who uh, will find a place over there. He's a guy who can launch it from deep, can fill it up. So um, definitely a player there who will pay dividends with the Kings and new coach over there, Mike Brown. So, And then there's the big trade. Um, Rudy Gobert going to the Minnesota Timberwolves and in return uh, uh, Milwaukee not Milwaukee Minnesota gives up Malik Beasley Patrick Beverly Wesley Walker Kessler the center they got in the uh, this past draft the 2022 draft uh, Jarrett Vanderbilt Leandro Balmero, who they got in last year's draft, and they they're giving up um, three unprotected picks. <coughs> Excuse me, 2023, 2025, 2027, all unprotected, and they they're giving it a future top five protected pick. I heard it was five picks. I heard it was four picks. Um, I guess if they're including Wesley Kessler, it makes five picks. I I don't know how they're working that out, but um, so Milwaukee. I keep saying Milwaukee. Minnesota's given up quite a lot to get Rudy Gobert. Um, Rudy Gobert is a guy. He led the league in rebounding last season. I think his defense has kind of slipped. It, it got to a point where he was nearly unplayable in that uh, that Utah-Dallas series, which is appalling to me because Dallas had no bigs to speak of. So, um, so right now, what do you do with a Carl Anthony Towns? I guess you'll slide him to power forward now. You let Rudy Gobert uh, man the middle. The only thing now... A guy like Anthony Edwards, who likes to attack the basket now. Um, now the lane may be a bit clogged with Gobert in there because, let's face it, guys, it's not like Gobert has a face-up jump shot. Uh, so, um, so that's going to be problematic, guys. Then you, you know, on top of that, you kind of hamstring your roster, and then remember, eventually, you're going to have to give. Uh, Edwards, the rookie max. You still have D'Angelo Russell. You really can't move him now. Now that you brought Gobert in the mix, so uh, 
I think, well, Minnesota's kind of just, um, they're going for it. They're going for it. So it'll be interesting to see what Chris Finch d does with that roster now. But he's under some big time pressure now um, after his, um, you know, a pretty successful season last season, I would say. Uh, so, you know, the arrows got a point up and um, the pressure's on now to go further in the playoffs. So you bring in a go bear, you see what happens. But I got to say, uh, Danny Ainge over there, once again, he pulls the wool over. <laughs> <laughs> over people's eyes, man. Getting all those unprotected picks. Oh my gosh. So, um, they gotta, <laughs> they gotta win. Uh, Minnesota has to win. Cause if any of these picks in the lottery, oh my gosh. Forget about it. So, um, yeah, so that's gonna be a trade we'll be keeping an eye on. That's for sure. So, uh, we'll see what happens there. Alright guys, I'm going to cut it off there. I think I'm just going to have this be a solo episode as it is. So, the next time you probably hear from me guys, I'll be talking Knicks. I'll be talking Nets. I want to do separate episodes on them because the Nets drama is enough to fill an episode. And of course my Knicks, I got to break it down to a fine powder as I always do. So, uh, once again guys, I thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And, of course, uh, continue listening. Be safe out there, and we'll talk soon. Take care. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com to support this podcast you can go to my PayPal, and that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also, you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So, once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.